Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers who deposit $5 or more can get no sweat bet up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SHANNON. New customers can get a no sweat bet up to $1,000 if your first bet loses. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SHANNON. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, one no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus Bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash promos for deposit, wagering, and eligibility restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris Paul, Chris Paul revealed he was almost traded to Miami to team up with LeBron and D-Wade, but the trade didn't happen because D-Wade didn't want to give up three. Let's take a listen to Chris Paul and D-Wade talking about it on D-Wade's podcast. But do you remember the call with Brian, you and I, when we were thinking about when Riley wanted to trade to bring you to Miami? Absolutely. You I remember, remember we us getting on the phone? I was sitting in my condo and CJ was sitting. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, CJ was sitting on the couch, right? If you go back to my brother, always there. CJ was sitting on the couch and we was talking about me coming to Miami. Mm-hmm. We was talking about me coming to Miami. We was talking about who going to have a ball in their hands, mm-hmm. how it's going to work. We having a conversation. Yep, we having a conversation, right? And then who was it? Was it CJ? Was it CJ that said something about who going to wear number three? <laughs> Bro, that's what I wanted to get to. <laughs> we talk about all this about who going to have a ball. Okay, we can all play together. No, CP, I can play off the ball. We didn't yeah. figure all that out. And somebody said, 
Well, who gonna wear number three? Silence. <laughs> the trade, David Stern vetoed the trade to Kobe and uh, uh, Kobe with, with Powell Gasol and Kobe, excuse me, Chris Paul with Kyle Powell and Kobe in LA when he was in New Orleans. And now this trade didn't happen because D Wade didn't want to give up three and CP3 didn't want to be any other number but three. Uh, Man, listen, that's just players talking. That ain't that ain't it. And it it already started off as a cap. Who said anything about the big three having LeBron in it? He said LeBron was there. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Huh? Yeah. So who was gonna leave? Chris Bosch or Brock? Because you couldn't have had all of them, right? It would look like it's gonna be Bosch gonna be the odd man out. No, 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 no. Let's rewind. Back to 2010-11, when they lost to Dallas. What was the reason they lost to Dallas, huh? Because who played bad? Who was the media? Who was the Scottie Pippen? Who didn't fit well with the other two? So, yeah, Miami was thinking about trading, and it wasn't Bosch at that time. Because, you know, right then, it was who's fighting over power? Braun. Braun was coming in. When you bring Braun in, you bring in all of LeBron in. Pat Riley got his own way of thinking. So when they decided to move Braun to Scottie Pippen in the finals, Braun didn't like that too much. Right. Uh, round one, Braun shot, what, 50, I think 55 or 60 free throws in that in that first round series. In the finals, he only shot 20. The ball was, the offense was going around um, Wade, right. which made him a decoy. And he didn't like that. Bron didn't play well. I think Bron would average about 17 in that series. Mm-hmm. Media and this and this. Miami was open to anything. Bosh, Dwight Howard, right? They were looking to make moves but I don't, it wasn't going to be guaranteed. Chris they Paul, not, Wade, and LeBron. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure Chris Paul, no. Wade, and Bosch no. win a championship. Oh, no. They didn't care about that. Listen. <laughs> it was, it was two, it was two forces battling at that moment and the battles of power. You're talking about what he did in the finals, right? Wade County. It's Wade my County. team. I'm here. You jo- Yeah. Yeah. So what he did in the finals, averaging 17, they was like, oh, I don't think this is going to work. So let's hear what people have to offer. So they was they they had their ears open because they didn't see, they didn't see, they didn't see it all coming together. They thought that, you know, Matt Riley didn't think that he was going to have full control of the team. And and their whole time there, that was really the battle of, of, of power. So, you know, when they're sitting here laughing, talking about we was the big three, th- th- did they say the names? Because here's the thing. When you come with LeBron, you know what comes with LeBron. Rich mm-hmm. Paul, Randy Mims, mm-hmm. Maverick Carter, access. Yeah. And Pat didn't want to grant that access. Yeah. You remember he told us, uh, uh, Phil Jackson told a story. He got that story from 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 Pat Riley mm-hmm. about LeBron wanting to stay over when Thanksgiving, yada yada yada, and all that stuff. His posse, 
Where you think he got that from? Because yeah. you don't know what's going on in another team. I couldn't tell you what was going on on any other team unless a friend of mine or a homeboy of mine told me what was going on. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way Bill Jackson should have known what was going on in Miami because he wasn't coaching in Miami. So how do you know LeBron wanted to stay over one night? How did you know LeBron wanted this at his posse or he, his, his team wanted access? Mm-hmm. Unless somebody dry snitching. No, no, yeah, Pat Riley was going through it. Remember, like, now it kind of opens up the more players talk, right? I, I I said it a while back when I was like, you know, when Pat Riley talks about, you know, the Heat culture, I said the Heat culture is I'm going to let the stars do what they do, they win, and then I get to slave the, the non-talented ones. But when the talent is there, the magic, magic them, they did not listen to Pat Riley, right? No. When Shaq was there, when you hear Haslam and uh, uh, Jason Williams talk, and I guess they were trying to send Jason Williams home, and Shaq is like, hey, stay right there. What you doing? Uh-uh. Go and he's, Shaq's power is telling Pat Riley, no, he ain't going nowhere. And that started the, the feud between Pat Riley and Shaq. Shaq right. What's happening? Same thing with Braun. When Braun was coming in, they not, no, 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 no. I told a story about the, the, you know, the cookies, the cookies on the plane. What happened? So, you know, Braun takes care of his body, right? And Pat Riley loves control. So he loves micromanaging everything. Braun's like, don't, don't treat me like a baby in a sense. Right. So on a plane, Pat Riley to say, decided to say, you know, we, we all going on a diet, get all the sweets, all the stuff off the plane. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, hold on. Uh, you know, those cookies right there is LeBron James, right? I don't give a fuck who cookies they are. Everything off the plane. So everybody like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit, he, uh, shit, he about to leave then. LeBron comes on. Hey, stewardess, can I get the, uh, the chocolate chip cookies and the strawberry milk and uh, the strawberry, I mean, the chocolate milk and, and uh, uh, white milk. And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we don't have any more cookies on the plane. He's like, no, 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 they're over there, boom, boom, boom. It was like, no, um, Pat Riley had everything thrown off. So did he know those were my cookies? <laughs> yeah, he kind of actually said, I don't, I don't care whose cookies they are. <laughs> 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 whose cookies they are. And, you know, everybody's looking, trying to keep their head down because they don't want to make eye contact. And right there, oh, oh, this is personal. And you know how players, when they feel you targeting them personally, I'm that's a buck. what right? Start bucket. Most people that 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 want out of deals and want out of cities, it's always something minute. That's never anything serious, right? It's you know, Toronto, Paul George, they don't want Paul George. He's like, well, fuck it, then I'm gonna leave. He'll turn down 30 million because he wants his friend. He said he's lonely here. And all he wants is this person. He'll take a pay cut for this person. And y'all saying no? All right, I'm out. It'd be little, it'd be little things. It don't even be, right? Same thing with James Harden. It ain't about the money. You promised me this. Right. Right? And you're, you, you lied. And the fact that you lied, I don't want to play for you anymore. And he's going to take the same amount of money over in the Clippers. But the problem is we are friends and you lied to me, so boom. I'm out. I want out. Donald Mitchell, go ahead. 
capping on that number three. That is capping on that number three. Donald Mitchell thinks the Cavs should retire Kyrie's number two. He should have his jersey retired for sure. Being able to do what he did at the highest level year after year to go not, from not winning to being able to do that and have the impact, I think is something that was truly remarkable. Obviously, what he's done in the playoffs, in his career, and in Cleveland, where he brought a city a championship, I feel like K-Love, Braun should have their jerseys retired also. Well, LeBron's going to definitely have his number retired in Cleveland. Uh, now, I don't think as long as Pat Riley there, he probably won't get it retired in Miami. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, how do you not retire a guy that wins two MVPs, two championships, but that, and two finals MVP? But we'll talk about that another day in time. I think mm-hmm. he should definitely have it retired. Only championship in team history, and he was a huge part of that. I think that's something that should never go overlooked. What are your thoughts on Kyrie having his jersey? Number one overall pick. Um, he did. I think he did. Uh, uh, I think he made made a couple of All Star games while he was in Cleveland. You think he, you think he should have his uh, number retired? They they got two. They got a uh, uh, Brad. They got uh, was it Brad Darty? Brad Darty and Mark Price. You got them two up there, guys. <laughs> I mean, they they only got about what eighteen hundred more points than Kyrie, but Kyrie got a championship and All Stars. Hold up, didn't Nate Thurman who played? Didn't Nate Thurman play for Cleveland? I know, I know Nate played for Golden State. His jersey is retired and, and Golden State, I think. Who played for there's another a good Oh, okay. He might have came later in his career, but I know I remember him playing for yeah. um you know, but but what the what he did there, yeah, he deserves his uh Oh, he his, only uh, played three years, 75 to 77. Yeah, he he deserves he deserves it depending, you know, with the two people they got up there now, right? Um yeah. You got your first championship. You ain't going to never get another one. Go ahead and, and bless the man for what he did. Damien literally admits life in Milwaukee is lonely and he doesn't have much of a life. Bro, go to practice, go home, watch boxing, play video games. Man, I type in fight hype on YouTube a hundred times and be praying for something new on there, on there, to be on there. Seriously, I don't have much of a life, but that's what comes with making big boy decisions. You got to be down for what for that and figure it out. Um, Dame uh, also thoughts on the Bucks would be as dominant as the Celtics. I thought we'd be going along how Boston is right now, but I think we have we've learned is that some things take time, especially stuff that has reward in the end. You can't come in and think just going to all be peaches and cream. We had our, we've had our ups and downs. We've had coaching change. I haven't completely settled into finding who I am on on this team, and I think it's kind of tough. Uh, what are what are your thoughts about what Dame said? Obviously, he was he was entrenched in uh, Portland. He mentioned that everybody that he knew and loved, his mom, his sisters, his brother, everybody was there. His wife, he's going through a divorce right now currently. Uh, his kids was there. And so I'm assuming that the kids are in Portland. They come, his mom, sister, family, probably brings the kids ever so often. But it's a big change when you're used to seeing your kids every single day when you're in Portland, as opposed to like going stretches and days at a time and not being able to see them. But like he said, that comes along with the decisions that he made. I want to play for a championship and we'll figure out all the other stuff at a later date and time. So basically he's, he's, um, he's finding out how quiet the house is when nobody's in it. Yeah. (laughs) Because, I'm pretty sure whatever is going on in Milwaukee outside the game is the same shit that was going on in Portland. Nothing. Nothing. There's no, <laughs> there was no activities 
that was in Portland that they don't have in Milwaukee, which is nothing. So them video game sessions you do, you don't have the kids running around, playing, knocking over stuff. That that extra noise, like some people don't, you know, when you get used to certain things and they're taken away, you realize how important they are, right? right. You know, sleeping patterns, daddy, hey, how you doing? I'm going to sleep, daddy, good night, love you. Those are the little things, those little moments he's not getting and those are the things that's making them sad, like waking up, probably kissing your kids, you know, in the morning, mm -hmm. see you when you get home from school. Those little moments, it's not the whole day. It's probably total, probably an hour in his day that's really hurting him, right? The, our good night babies, tuck him in the bed, the five minutes, the 10 minutes, maybe reading to your kids before you go to the little dinner, if he can get the little, eating the extra food that they don't want to eat, taking, you know, washing them in there. Those little moments is when they, when, when it's time for it to happen and they're not there, that's what's probably hurting them inside. Yeah. I mean, you get used, I mean, you get used, I mean, yeah, the kids are noisy, but you get accustomed to that. And then all of a sudden it's quiet. Yeah. And you're like, well, damn. And <laughs> the monotony, of knowing, okay, I'm going to leave this time in Portland. I'm going to go to the stadium. I'm going to stop this in my favorite restaurant. I'm going to grab something to eat. You call, you know, you call the wife and you need me to pick up something. The boys, blah, blah, blah. And now it's totally different. Mm -hmm. You don't have a favorite restaurant or you didn't. Maybe you, 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 yeah, hey, hey, bro, where to go get some good food, some good soul food? I mean, where's the place to go get the best fish? Well, who has this? Who has that? So now that's what happened to me in Baltimore. It was the same. Mm -hmm. But I had just spent 12 years, I just spent 10 years in Denver. So I knew where everything was. I knew where all of the soul food, and if I wanted to go this place, and all, all of a sudden in Baltimore, most of the time people went down to DC. Man, man, if I got to travel an hour to have a good time, that is that ish ain't for me. He became a family man. Look, he became a family man. And now he turned him back into a single man. And he realized how much happier he was as a family man. It grounded him, right? Yeah, for sure. These rough days that he's having, someone was rubbing your head and rubbing your back and telling you that don't worry, you're going to get him to, to tomorrow, baby. You don't got that now. Yeah. Right now, you're sitting there, you know, dealing with your bad shooting by yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? So now you, you, you're with your thoughts and you don't like your thoughts because 30 and 13... Y'all was on the on the right path, right, right. So when you say, "I thought we'll be where Portland," I mean, where uh, Boston is, you, you were right. <laughs> you, you you just wasn't happy because inside you wasn't. You're not feeling whole, right? That's me, that's the feeling he's feeling now. Just without his his family, is exactly what retired players feel like when the game is gone. How easy is it for him? Because for the better part of a decade, he was the de facto man. And mm -hmm. now it's really somebody else's team. Now, Giannis can say this is Dame team all he wants to, but he mm -hmm. knows that that's not Dame's team. Dame knows that's not his team. Mm -hmm. Everybody in Milwaukee knows all that. He can do that. He can do that 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. That's Giannis' team. Yeah, and I don't think that is not the one that's bothering it. It is, it is the. It, but how different is that? Because think about it. Now you got another player that is that is thought of as better than you. 
Mm-hmm. He's been there. He's been entrenched in the community. Now, do are they happy to have Dane? They've never had me. Hell, you got to go back to Kareem to have a player uh, 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 of his caliber. They ain't been had a whole lot of players of Dame's caliber with his resume other than Giannis and and, and uh, uh, Kareem. I, I know Ray, but I think, I think you know, probably Dame, people will say Dame is a, a better player than Ray Allen. Now, they did have Oscar Robinson, but Oscar was at the tail end of his career. They had Bobby Danridge, who won a championship in Milwaukee, and he won one. Bobby Danridge, Bobby D, Mr. Clutch, was before your time. He also won a championship with the Bullets, with Elvin Hayes and uh, Wes Unsel. Uh, but uh, but Dame is, is a phenomenal player. And to have, like, you be, I mean, it's just like anything. If you somewhere, you take an animal out of its natural habitat where it's been for an extended period of time, it going to be lonely. You're like, man, I used to be able to roam for miles and miles. Now I roam for like 500 feet and I hit a wall. Yeah. yeah but you're taking that animal out without his his family too. Yeah. Right? You go with the family also, it makes it easier because basketball is a basketball. But if you mentally can't, if you mentally can't be there, then physically you're not either. Right. Right? No matter how much training, how much shooting, you're going to have an up and down season until you found you find a foundation. Like, I can guarantee you, if he starts rolling, eight, nine, ten games popping, I can guarantee you his kids are there. Mm-hmm. His kids are there for him to relax a little bit more. Hey. Right? For him. Right, it's it's one of take LeBron James right now and say, all right, you got to spend the next year here without your family. No, that ain't happening. Maverick, everybody got to stay there. The comfort no. zone, and and I'm going there. I'm the second option. All of it. You, right. you, you know what I mean, it's yeah, different. It, it, it's 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 different. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, you got to have your... uh. Uh, your support system. Yeah, the like, support system. When I, when, I, when, I, when I went to ESPN, I said, look, there's like, well, what do you need? I said, I need Ash. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a producer. I said, well, she ain't, that ain't my producer. Yeah. Someone that has your best interest. Hey, hey, I said, no, I need her. Mm-hmm. And when I come, she comes. Mm-hmm. My team, hey, we go on the road. Hey, we go on the road. Jordan, Ash, one of them or both of them going to be there. Okay, what else? Shelly has to have access. Mm-hmm. She needs to be able to so because Shelly, Shelly, Gil, when I say Shelly handles everything, Shelly handles everything. Shelly has the best job of any assistant. I pay Shelly a six-figure salary. I pay the taxes on that salary. I pay for her car. She pays no rent. Shelly, all she pays, Shelly pays for is a phone bill and food. She travels first class on me. And she's single. No, she ain't for you. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. She got, hey, hey, she got income. She got six-figure income and yes. you pay it. That's all cash? Yes. <laughs> hey, Shelly, where are you at, baby? Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I said, but but that's the thing. My team, oh, I, I'm not being able to function. How am I going to do this? Ash handle most of the stuff. Okay, Shelly, this is what we got. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to do this right This CJ's going to handle Club Shay Shay, blah, blah, blah. Jordan handles all the social content. Man, I, I ain't got time to be worried about all that other stuff. My mind mm-hmm. needs to be free to focus on what I need to focus on. So I totally understand what Dame is going through. Yeah. So for me, hey, I, so I, I get it, Dame. I, I just, but if I'm Dame, I say, I, I call my soon-to-be ex, I say, look, I know we going through what we going through, and there is this is not a reconciliation. This is not about to get back, but uh, would you be willing to move to Milwaukee to bring the boys so I'll get you a place in the same neighborhood so I can see the boys every day? Mm. Bring my mom. Hey, mom, come on. Hey, mom, you moving in. Mm. That's, I mean, that's I mean, what, what you laughing at, Ash? I mean, I mean, Ash over here laughing. What you laughing at, Ash? Oh, the comments. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm listen. Hey, that you, you named the wifey over there, and I'm like, oh, hey, no rent, car paid for. Nah, nah, ain't no. I do. No. I I mean, the- oh, she got she got she got a great life. 
But yes. Shelly works extremely hard. She's on basically like if something's going on, she's on call for the most nights. Like, 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 what if I ain't got nothing? But if I'm out of town, mm-hmm. her phone is on do not disturb, but not with not Shannon's phone numbers. Oh. <laughs> not not Shannon's phone number. When Shannon's out of town, mm-hmm. she got to pick up that call. Now, if I'm home, don't even worry about it because I ain't going. I'm not going anywhere. So I don't need you to call me an Uber. I don't need you to call a Lyft. I don't need you to check in on everything. But if I'm out of town, like I'm going out of town tomorrow, her phone, her phone is on do not disturb. Ain't nobody else going to be able to get her. But if, you better believe I call that phone. She pick it up. <laughs> but that's the expectation that I have. Yeah. So the NBA competition committee has officially begun reviewing whether the game has become too advantageous for the offense and whether some changes need to be implemented to achieve better balance, Gil. Yeah. No. <laughs> it is. <laughs> no. Uh, you can try to change the three-point line. You can push it to the four-point line. There's nothing you can do to rewind it back. There's, there's what are you going to do, three seconds? Oh, oh, we're gonna put it in a two-hand hand check. I mean, you want to put in tackling? What the what do you think is gonna what are you gonna put in that's gonna do what? What are you trying to do in this league? Take away, you know, you're gonna do what you did the Allen Iverson, take away his crossover. So you're gonna take away what you're gonna call carry on some of the moves. The guys that right? got too skilled, not Gil. <laughs> the only thing you can the only thing you can do is. All for carrying. Yeah. Hand checking, irrelevant. Because hand checking is in. Under the free throw line, you can hand check. Obviously, it's not effective. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, but hand checking is, is a thing that everybody in the 80s and 90s, remember, it left in 2004. So that means when Allen Iverson was crossing everybody, coming through the lane, there was a hand check. Irrelevant. When Vince Carter was sitting there dunking and doing all that, the hand because they're irrelevant. When I won most improved, and I'm the youngest most improved, there was the hand check irrelevant. The only thing the hand check did was this. As soon as I blow past Derek Fisher, <laughs> he, he, he holds on my hip, Shaq is standing there, and he shoves me in the shack, right? Which was hurting players. So they took off the hand check from the top of the key when a guy's driving. Right. But there's a hit from below the below the key, but it wasn't as dangerous because when I'm going baseline, it was hard for, you know, the, those big men to get uh, planted where I can push them. So they usually just tried to jump and block, right? So the hand check won't be there unless you're going to put back the this, this, this 60s hand check where it was two hands. Right. A hand and a oh, the forearm. The guy used to use the forearm. <laughs> The forearm in the hand, but guys are, you ain't going to be able, the dude is dribbling in front of you now. So you sit here trying to, how are you going to, how are you going to hand check a dude? These guys are not turning their back to you anymore. No, 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 no. That game is gone. So you can say three seconds. There's no three seconds, which is going to be dumb because it's going to, if I can't get in the lane, I'm going to chuck more threes. Right. And that's what and that's what and that's what they're doing. The guys shoot the ball so well now. You take the best shooters, and for the most part, there are two or three guys on the team that can shoot the ball like that. I mean, think about how many guys shooting for shooting 38 to 40 percent plus 
from the three-point line, Gil? Okay, this is this is the difference. This is the difference today, right? Let's take, um, we'll say, who you want to take from the nineties? That's what I Even the two, I always use the example of the the two thousand Lake, the two thousand four Lakers, right? That super team, right? They had uh, Gary, Shaq, Payton the- Kobe, Gary Payton, Carl Malone. All five. So you got Gary Payton, can't shoot, right? Kobe made one three a game. That's it. One three a game. Devin George couldn't shoot. Carmelo Malone couldn't shoot past 15 feet, right? Then you had Shaq, right? So when Kobe wanted to go one-on-one, look how clogged the lane right. is, right? So he had to hit difficult shots. When Jimmy Butler goes one-on-one, when Jimmy Butler decides to go one-on-one, Hero, Tyler Hero, the, 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 the number one score is on the floor. Right. The shooting guard, Duncan Robinson, right? Shooter. The power forward, Kevin Love. Shooter. Then you got uh Bam. Bam. So if you decide to help lob, if you decide to they they've gotten smarter to the point where they do not want you to help on the best player. If you look at when Shea's going one-on-one, look at the shooters that's on there. You got a dude shooting 50 for 50, 50%, 55%. Some dude shooting 48%. Shit, Chet, Chet is shooting 42%, and he's the worst three-point shooter on the team, or 38%. That's the guy you're leaving, Chet. Right. But the, the problem was with the Lakers, even though Devin George and some of those guys, they were only getting like four chances a game. So it's yeah. hard to get a rhythm when you're only shooting five times a game. And, and, and those five ain't coming in one quarter. You better space those five out. But that's what I'm saying. I got Gary Payton. What you think I'm doing? I'm not guarding you. I'm sitting here focusing on Kobe Bryant. Everybody going to focus on Kobe Bryant. And, and that's where the game was. So what are you going to do today when everyone has decided I need to protect my shooter? I need to protect my best player. So with my best player, I need to put all shooters around them so you can't guard them. Right. That is where the game is today. Right. right? I have a bunch of shooters so you can't guard him. And why they keep talking about you need a raise, talking about you looking at the price of Cialis. She the one y'all do realize that Ash be coming up with most of these topics. <laughs> just, so, just so y'all know, y'all think it's me his ass. Is she over there key 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 right now? Talking about don't put me in it. You in it. Like, hey, hey, uh Adam Silver, if listen, if you want to change the game and make it more, I guess, competitive in driving, turn the twos and the threes. Turn the threes into twos. All long shots is twos. All layups is threes. <laughs> Cause other than that, God damn it, just 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 it tell everybody. Now. Yeah. They too far gone now. Uh Gail, I don't know if you know about this, but Ja Rule and 50 Cent continued their beef in 2024. Ja found out that he would no longer be able to go on his UK leg of his Sunrise Tour due to past criminal record, despite being told by the UK promoter that it would be an issue. While the news would be understandably disappointed to some fans, decided to stroke the fame of the former beat between Ja and 50 by trying to point the finger at many men rapper for the reason Ja is being barred from New England. When 50 got wind of the online chatter, he responded to comment sections 
captured by Instagram TMZ saying, I got juice all over the place, sucker. <laughs> man, feel, man, 50 wild, bro. 50 wild, man. Hey, listen, I, I'm not even going to lie. Listen, we watch social media and people tell us, hey, you know, you know, you need to reckon. When we get older, we want to reconcile with some of the relationships we do. There'd be some times like, man, you know what? I, I need to, you know, have a sit down with the mother of my children and just let this beef go. And then just when I'm getting ready to turn that corner. Yeah. And say, no, stand on business. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the party going. And I just, I just, it just makes me smile that I'm not the only one out there that just say, hey, man, when it's, when it's said and gone, when I'm, the only reason I'm going to stop this beef is when I'm dead and gone. Right. Other than that, every time that man fuck up, I'm there. Yeah. And that's what it's And I'm here for it. And you know what? If I can help it in any possible way, if I can help him F it up, count your boy in. It just, it just, it just, it just reassures me that I'm, I'm not the only one that's still immature about the beefs I have. Nah, <laughs> nah, I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not petty like that, man. I'm, you, you petty rucks when I see. <laughs> Time for our last segment of the day, Q and A. Let's get to the the graphics and see what Q and A is today. Matthew Sims says, finally, I got a bottle of yak. I wanted the fancy box, got bubble wrap instead. Still going to drink it like a fish. Uh, all the boxes have officially been sold. That was a, a, a Matthew, that was a limited release. We did 25,000 of those boxes. Each bottle was numbered. Uh, and so the reason why it comes like that now, because we're no longer doing the box. So hopefully congratulations to all the people that purchased uh, the original 25,000 bottles of uh, uh, Shea by Laportier because moving forward, there will be no more um, no more uh, boxes Shea coming in a box. So, But thank you for purchasing it. Still same great taste, still flavor, still you're going to be able to, to see the love and, and, and effort that we put into every bottle just without the box. Wait, hold, on. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, what's up? You, me. Y'all got a million on this channel. Club Shay Shay popping out the roof. Y'all get rid of boxes and you go on the bubble wrap. No, that's right. No, the what happened was that was a, a, a collector's item, a collector's edition. Okay. So what we did, the first 25,000 came in a, in, a, in a wooden box and it was it was numbered. The bottles are all numbered one, two through 25,000. So okay. that was always the original plan. We were never going to like moving forward, continue the box. It was a limited edition. And once the 25,000 was gone, now they're going to come just like, it's just like, uh, I'm trying to think what, it's like friends and family. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't going to be able to get those shoes. And once uh, they go, they go. So when, so so basically now it's brown paper bag, y'all. <laughs> oh, and yeah, they're going to be on, they're gonna, I mean, I, I think what we're going to do, like, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, Maybe like cardboard, like if it's on the shelf in the stores. But for the most part, you just go grab the neck and you take it home. But we were never, we were never gonna. And I don't want people to think that we tried to pull a fast one over on you. We were never gonna do 
what we did in the beginning because we wanted it to be special. We wanted the first 25,000 uh, uh, people that 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 purchased, ordered uh, uh, Shea by Laportier, they were going to get the box. They were going to get the wooden box and each okay. one numbered. Now, if you notice, there is no more numbers on, on, on the neck of the, uh, of the bottle. So yeah, I, like I thank you guys for selling out that 25,000. So um, that's where we are. What? Bottles, huh? Huh? Bottles. Yeah. Yeah, we sold out. Yeah. We sold out. Hey, hey, hey. The the people have really... I, but I think the thing was, look, I think sometimes when people think like they see a celebrity and he's like promoting, he's not really... No, I, I know about it. Um, You know, you know, we did a lot of uh, uh, R&D and developing the taste that we uh, developed is a very premium uh, the price is a little bit more than a typical VSOP, but I think what we put into it warrants the price, the price point in which we're at. And I think, look, I haven't had anybody that's actually had it um, that says that, man, we did win the SIP award, which would means we're the best tasting VSOP in the world. So I like our product. I would like for people to try it and let me know. And compared to, to other cognacs mm -hmm. in the VSOP, we don't have an XO. We don't have a, 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 an XXO, but that's coming. But we wanted to make sure that we streamlined and did everything we possibly could to make sure we were still producing the best VSOP in the world. And I think we're doing that. And I think we're going to continue to do that. So that's where we are with that. But um, even though the boxes no longer come with Shea, you're still going to get a great tasting cognac. Tony Beer yeah. says, why ain't Shea mentioned KG talking about him Speaking on LeBron on the juice, what do you want me to say? That's, I mean, you have to be careful when you say stuff like that. Now, you best try to open yourself up to a lawsuit when you make accusations. Uh, you know, the problem with this is, okay, 2004, that was the whole Balco thing. He was investigated for everyone who got was on it got caught. Right. He was cleared. He has NBA drug testing four times a year. Four times a year, right? So what is the point? Even in the new article, it says he is not, he isn't, he was not using it. What is the point of even talking about it? Be just because you want to put his name in it? Because you have to explain why a man is playing at this level for this length of time. You have there has to be a reason because I couldn't play at this level after year 15. Mm -hmm. So how is he playing averaging 25, 7, and 8, playing in year 21? How is he able to still do what he's doing? So if Gil, you know how this works. If somebody can do something you can't, we have to say he did it through shady means. That's what I get. I had to sell out my community. I had to do something. I had to do something because my podcast and my podcast are doing better than most. Not mm -hmm. all, but we do good. I mm -hmm. think we put out great content. We got Terry Crews out. A lot of people are like, man, man, you, you don't, you step down with, without, uh, uh, no, hold on. At first y'all said I was messy. I have <laughs> somebody telling you their story. Now, People after they're listening to it, like, man, this might be one of your better ones. Same thing with Johnny Manziel. I'm not going to be defined by two moments. Two podcasts yeah. is not going to define 
Club Shay Shay because we've done too much good and we've had too many comedians from J.B. Smooth to Jay Farrell to Tommy Davidson to uh, Michael Blackson to uh, 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 D.C. Young Fly. We've had a lot of great comedians. Said the Entertainer, Earthquake. Mm-hmm. I'm not defined by two. Uh, uh, obviously, with Kat and Monique, two podcasts is not going to define 112 podcast episode. That ain't going to happen. I don't like that when, but like we, they say that we've never seen someone do this. Well, listen, Jordan was retired, right? Decided to come back in September. The season starts in October. Training camp starts in October. He decided to come back in September. That means from September 25th, he was ready for training camp October 1st. At 38, 39, 39, 40, he averaged 20 both years drinking and smoking like normal, right? right? Imagine if Jordan was training the whole summer to get ready for that season and actually took care of his body. He he could have messed around and averaged 30. Right. So there was a human being that was doing that, but that human being wasn't even taking it serious and he was averaging 20 points a game but just think about if if he wasn't smoking cigars and and staying out late gambling getting lit every day <laughs> and play and play 18 holes of golf so that i mean think about that you're on your feet normally they tell athletes get off your feet you got a game tonight or you got a game tomorrow get off your feet which well, orders walking 18 sometimes he might play sometimes he might play 36 Oh, he's gambling in Atlantic City. He's smoking cigars. And I, I, hey, bro, and I'm saying, so what LeBron has been able to do, it might offer an explanation for why he's played so long. Same thing with Tom Brady. I mean, he look, he's like plant-based. You know, he did eat ate certain things. Pliability was a thing. I just commend it. I'm not trying to figure out, man, I wonder what he's doing. I'm just enjoying it. Listen, I can tell you this, and I'm going to just say it. The era now, trust me, is more strict than the era before 2003. Before 2003, they tested us one time a year. October 1st, we got tested. That means October 2. Whatever we decided we wanted to do in life, we wasn't going to get tested <laughs> until October 1st of the next year. However you want to take that, right? If you think Dennis Rodman <laughs> was holding Shaq by himself, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Upgrade King said last two minutes of the game basketball game of basketball where the vet referee in the league office overturned a game overturned a game-changing bad call. Will that help? Love Gill's addition to Nightcap. Gil, here's the thing. Why can't I put a protest in? When was the last time the NBA ruled? Okay, you know, we hear your protest. So we're gonna award the game to the team that lost. They do that every time. We put they put a call into the league, they put a a a a, a petition to file a protest to the league. Leagues like, oh, they denied it. So why am I even wasting my time? Well, but listen, you can't change. Listen, the problem with this is it's no different than any sport, right? We have refs. We have playback to, to, to get it right. people at ease that we're doing the best we can. This is human beings. This is not robots, right? We don't have sideline and special things on the court that helps. Oh, he was out of bounds like a, like a bowling lane. Oh, he stepped out. The ref didn't see it, but oh, we got fly. There's none of that. So in real time, humans will make mistakes. The referees are going to miss calls. They're going to call travels, miss travels, because at the end of the day, they're watching it also. Right. right. Sometimes they get caught up in the moment too. Ooh, ooh, shake it. And then the lob comes and they're looking at the lob. They're not looking at if someone's getting fouled, if there's an and one. Right. They're in the moment in real time. Just like no player is going to make every, sh- every shot. Nope. All of us foul. We don't think we're getting fouled. We're bitching. They got a lot of things going on. But I, I can guarantee you one thing you don't want them to blow every call that they see. 
if you wanted, if you, hey, listen, if you want the, if you wanted to go back to 1950, when two steps was a travel, <laughs> two steps was a travel. Trust me, they can they can sit there and blow their whistle all day. It's gonna look like six row AAU. It's gonna be a lot of travels and double dribbles. Uh, Cyan Johnson. Uh, Braun has always beaten teams that are better than his. Can you name the team that Jordan beat that was much better than his? I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken, Jordan was favored. In every NBA final. Yeah. Um, I think LeBron has only been favored. I think they were favored in the Mavs series, and I think they were favored in the Heat series. Uh OKC. Oh, yeah. OKC. Were they favored against OKC? Okay. Yeah, they were the them young boys, they was favored against them young boys. Um you know, it you know what? Listen, it ain't about it ain't it ain't it ain't about who's favorite and who's not. You know, at the end of the day, you got to play against your competition, right? You got to beat your competition, destroy your competition. You know, this ain't about, this ain't about LeBron James and Michael Jordan. This is more about respect him for what he's doing. Stop comparing him to somebody else. He can't, he can't compete with in certain stats. Jordan can't compete with him in certain stats, right? right? But you, you're enjoying his stats and fucking enjoy mine. That's all new players are, are arguing. Yo, stop comparing me to these guys because I can't do the things that they do because times are different. But enjoy what I'm doing like you enjoyed when you was watching it. Like, how am I doing what I'm doing and I'm hated? That because is the most thing going on like I'm out here training doing this studying the game I'm I'm over here talking to Michael Jordan trying to get to figure out how to do it I'm evolving the game and you looking at me like yeah retire old man <laughs> like yeah I think OKC was favored in that series I think he was favored against the Mavs and I think he's favored against the Heat I think he's hey. only been favored in Ash hey. is gonna look it up uh, yeah, don't, but, don't, but don't. you know the comparison is the thief of joy because a lot of times we get robbed of our own happiness because we're thinking about we could be much more happy if we stop looking across the street and see what they had and what we didn't have. So now I compare myself to what they have and I'm robbed of the joy that I could have because I see somebody else that might have something more. Yeah. So that's what we like to do. And, I, and look, I've been to business. They ask me a question. I have to answer it. Uh, I have to answer it as honest as I possibly can. And I base it on a number of factors. Yes, championships matter. Yes, MVPs matter. But so does first team uh, uh, all NBA. So does all star. So does so does uh, uh, the longevity. So does I mean. So there's a lot that goes into it. You just can't say, well, he did this, so he's he's the best. Nah, mm -hmm. you have to have a lot of factors. Uh, and so for me, hey, everybody knows where I stand. But it's 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 funny <laughs> if. I say something positive about LeBron. Clutch is uh, 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 sending me checks. If I say something, I don't agree with LeBron. Uh, he done gone rogue. Them checks must not come. Hey, <laughs> thanks for standing. I was like, well, damn. I, 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 how, how do I win? I can't win either way. Hey, but I, I, I wish, I, I wish uh, uh, Rich was sending me out some checks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, same, same with me. I get to say, that's just like anything, right? But I ask the people this, whoever you go for and you rooting for, do they give you checks? 
If the answer's no, then shut up too then. Yeah. Oh, oh man, you be glazing, man. You be riding hard. You be riding. So what y'all doing for Jordan? What y'all doing for Kobe? Uh, oh, oh. So only people that root for Jordan. I said, ah, oh, oh, okay. Oh, so I'm excuse me. Only people that root for LeBron meet ride. So y'all mm-hmm. that rooted for Kobe and root for Jordan, what y'all doing? Oh man, we just cheered them on, bro. We ain't like that. I said, well, hold on. So if I root, so if I root for uh, LeBron, first of all, let me tell you how I became a LeBron fan. And I was a Kobe fan, so mm-hmm. I had Kobe. Burns, my best friend, had LeBron. Mm-hmm. Okay, he from the DMV, so he knows about Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. So I got Kobe. He got LeBron. So he wants Kevin Durant. So he tell me, I tell you what I do, homeboy. If you let me, because I got the next superstar to coming out. I got the next. Uh-huh. So if you let me, if you let me have Kevin Durant, I give you LeBron. I said, let me get this right. I'm gonna get to have Kobe and LeBron, and you want Kevin Durant. Yeah. I said, okay. So now I can. Kobe. <laughs> I got Kobe Airbron to, to, to cheer for. He get Kevin Durant. So uh, that's how I became. Now, I, obviously, I knew when LeBron, because check this out. He came in in 03. He got drafted on my birthday, June 26th. Mm-hmm. His first All-Star game was in Denver. I was there. That's the one Josh Smith won the dunk contest. So that's how I got to be LeBron. So that's how I became a fan of LeBron because he wanted Kevin Durant because Kevin was from his neck of the woods. So now I got Kobe and LeBron. Mm, but as okay. time went on, you know, I was like, okay, LeBron, my guy. I still mm-hmm. rooted for Kobe, but LeBron was my guy. So that's a little. That's that's how that's how we choose our. Uh, uh, that's well, yeah. how we choose our super. Yeah, who we get to root for? What we got? Uh, Dr. Oh, Bron wasn't favored versus the Thunder. He was favored in 2011 versus the Mavs, 2013 versus the Spurs, and 2020 versus the Heat. Who wrote that? Uh, the, uh, the, what you call them, the odds makers. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, Vegas took y'all money if y'all really thought, OKC, <laughs> them young boys that had no experience that was that did the same thing as the Miami Heat, run up and down, right? Run up and down was actually favorite. That was the trick. We just got out of the lockout, right? We just came from the lockout, and everybody was pushing the small ball or the, the small city teams. So everybody was jumping on the OKC. I even told, ask Dave Miniman when you see him. I said. If I'm the NBA, I will let OKC win the first game. Everybody's going to go crazy oldest, and then Miami's just going to sweep the rest of them. That's exactly what it is. Gentlemen sweep. OKC won, coming out of lockout, small market team, and then LeBron and them going to beat with LeBron and give him his first championship. I've always been about the business. I've right. always been about the business. If you ask Dave, if you ask Dave when you see him, say the 2010-11 Asked, what did Gilbert say before that? He was like, he said he will let OKC win the first one, let the let the lockout and the small market teams feel like they got one. Everybody jumps on the OKC train and then let Miami do what Miami do and mop them up. 
Uh, what do we got? 4KT, um, you know what more about basketball than former NBA players? You fade football. That's never seen before. Look, I think to be good at something, Gil, you got to watch a lot of it. And yeah. I see for me, I think the best thing to help me, Gil, is that I don't listen to basketball game with the sound. So I'm not contaminated by what they're going to say. What you hear me say is I'm giving you my honest opinion. And over the years, I know what a pin down and I know what the dunker spot is and I know what a flare and I hear, hear the guys talk about floppy and four out. And so I, I hear all of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like, okay, that's what that is. Okay, we, okay, he ran a flare, ran a run through. Okay. So I, but you can't listen. If you're trying to learn something and you listen to the sound, you're going to be contaminated by what you heard the professionals say and you're going to repeat what they say. And so, I didn't hey, want to do that. No, that, that is that is true. And I always tell people, sometimes you got to listen to it without the sound. So you're you're watching it with your imagination because when you're hearing somebody, it's an announcer. That right. announcer played. And if he did play, his his perspective is not updated. Like this. When when TNT, Charles Barkley, and you know, Shaq and them talk, remember when they played. Chips and monitors wasn't in when they played. Right. Right. They wasn't load managed. Right. When you hear like J.J. Reddick and them speak and talk about load management. Remember, they wasn't load management. either. They wasn't the type of players. They had to practice every practice is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Right. Iverson don't got to practice. The rest of them got to practice. Right. So when they talk about certain things, they wasn't those type of guys. Okay. Like when I, even when I heard Shaquille O'Neal talk about. You know, if I if I would have known that I can just jump in super team, I would have went to the Bulls. Cap, stop, stop this shit. Because people are taking like Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal. They taking for what you're saying is real. That is not real. The cap wouldn't even allow you to go to the Bulls. You was a free agent signing 106 million. The Bulls didn't want you. They just signed Jordan for $30 million. They couldn't afford you. Right. They was the champions. They was the best team. Jerry Krause didn't want no Shaquille O'Neal. You went to L.A. for you a to, You went to the highest bidder. So stop saying stop. Stop. You know what I mean? But when we get older, you know, we forget the things. We have, that- revision, we have revisionist history. <laughs> <laughs> we have revisionist history. Uh, Dr. Frankie L. Bellamy said, hey, Uncle Gil, love the shirt. What you think? Uh, what I think it is. Please let us see. Look at the shirt right there. <laughs> hey, oh, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Yeah, that was up. You know, we got we to gotta, we gotta support the guy, the, uh, uh, the nightcap. We do have merch coming out in about six weeks. Uh, I think the nightcap merch is going to come out. Uh, no, Club Shay Shay merch comes out beginning of April. Nightcap's going to come out around the beginning of May. So we do have merch coming out, guys. So thanks for being patient. Thanks most importantly for the support. That's what's most important. Um, yeah, we love it. Uh, we think we got some good quality products coming out. And we appreciate your support. But the support you've shown us through uh, YouTube watching, uh, the audio downloads and listening, uh, myself, 
Ocho and Gil, we greatly, greatly appreciate that. So we're going to keep trying to give you great content, and uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate your support. Traveling Tony said, brought my wife land in Africa, passport broke. He said, oh, he purchased, tra Traveling Tony, he said he purchased his wife land in Africa. Wow, that's unbelievable. What, 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 what are Acre hitting for? I think I want to go on the water. I think I want to be on the water. Do I strike you as a water guy? No, you you strike me as a woods shitting in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Butt niggas in the woods. <laughs> Somewhere in Montana. <laughs> nah, I'll be in the woods. I, 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 I had 20 years in the woods. I'm good with the woods. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the woods. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wonder what I do sometimes wonder what it would be like to hear the the rustling of the water just slap it up against the rocks. It's soothing. You know, soothing. me, me, I'm normally waking up trying to shake the covers for, for you know what I'm saying? That's the, yeah. that's what, that's what bustling the headboard. Hey, let's get, let's go ahead and get one of those nightcap islands. <laughs> nightcap island, baby. Maybe I do, maybe I, uh, I, I'll be able to, uh, maybe I'll, I'll get me a little place up in Malibu. No ash, hell no. What, 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 what you got over there? Oh, uh, it ain't even worth it. Oh, uh, it ain't even working. Uh. <laughs> it ain't worth it. Nah, that's too expensive out there for no reason. Oh man, hold on. Uh, a sixteen million dollar California mansion is on the verge of falling into the ocean. The owner is refusing to leave. The eighty-two year old says the house is fine. Isn't worried about it falling into the ocean. I'm good. The hell, you say? I ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, they tell me a tree about to fall in my house. I'm moving. Yeah, Don't I'm worry out. about cutting it down. I'm out. I'll let the next owner worry about the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Man. But they, no, I get, I think I get probably about, I think I can get like 2,000 square feet for like, I don't need no big mansion in Malibu. I just need something to go, you know, lay my head, get away from everything, Gil. I mean, 2,000 square feet, that's 10 million. No, oh. no, nah, nah, I get done. Uh, I get cheaper than that. I ain't saying I got to be right on the water. I just need to be able to see the water. Oh, okay, 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 okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Austin, they got no damn water, Ash. No man-made-ass <laughs> lakes in Texas. <laughs> Tell me she's talking about a lake. <laughs> I really ain't trying to see no alligator, Ash. I'm really not. Maybe some nice, you know, see the dolphins jumping up and down in the water. She want me to be fighting off alligators in a paddle boat. <laughs> Please make sure y'all like, hit that like button. Please make sure you hit the subscribe button. Uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Nightcap. Please, please make sure you subscribe to the Nightcap podcast feed. Thank you for selling out Shea by Laportier. We do have it back in stock. Uh, and and the, the orders will only take somewhere between seven and 10 days. Also, please make sure you like and subscribe, subscribe to Gil's Arena channel on YouTube. He has a show that airs Monday through Thursday, live, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. His show airs Monday through Thursday, live, 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. Also, you can subscribe to his personal YouTube page, No Chill Gil. Let's please make sure you like and subscribe to Gil's personal YouTube page, No Chill Gil. Let's get those subs up. The Lakers come back from down by as many as 21 points 
scored 39 points in the fourth quarter, thanks to 19 by LeBron Goat James. The Clippers scored 16 points. LeBron James outscored the Clippers single-handedly by himself. He finished the night with 34 points, eight assists, six rebounds, 19 in the fourth. Got uh, He had 19 points, five made threes. The Clippers had 16 points, one made three. And Perk and Shanae Abumake, yes, Kendrick Perkins and Shanae Abumake, they really upset at me right now, but I got a little something for them when I see them next week. And Stephen, I told you, you keep on sleeping on Go James. You're going to keep losing. I'm a yep. man. I'm about to get me the biggest. I'm going to have me a, 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 a T Rex leg steak. I don't <laughs> even want no tomahawk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want no tomahawk. I want an axe. You know, oh. I want an axe steak. You know, they got the tomahawks that serve too. I want a steak so big to serve a party of 12. Yeah, what about Bronosaurus League? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, Steve. Today. So, uh, again, thank you for joining us for Nightcap, another edition. I'm your favorite unk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero Arizona Wildcat legend. Many say he's the greatest Wildcat player. Look at this right here. Woo! Look what I broke out right there, y'all. What size you wear? 13. Yeah, I need to go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey, how hey, hey, to look right there, guys? Y'all like that? Yeah, y'all like that? Tell me what y'all think about those right there. Ooh. Man, that was, that was nice. Yeah, you know, a little something, a little something. I, uh, hey, Ash, how you doing? <laughs> Ash, I done paid off your debt. I bought you another pair of shoes. Uh-uh. Yes, I did. That texture is alligator skin, y'all. Yeah. So, thank you for joining. Huh? Go ahead, Gil. What you got? Huh? Is it all the finest alligators? That was alligator skin? Yeah, yeah, I killed a gator myself. Mm-hmm. Trapped him down there, trapped him down there in, uh, in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Gil, for joining us tonight for another episode of uh, Nightcap Basketball Style. Ocho is back with me tomorrow night. Your boy be on the road because y'all know, hey, I got to go out there and get this done, man. So thank yep. you for tuning in tonight. Laker Nation, stand up. They did what they did to the Clippers. Clippers, y'all still the little brothers. I'm out. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. 
Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.